Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Good morning, this is Running Commentary. Running Commentary, yes, we're off. For the first time in a while I've come round to your house, you're going to take me back to the woods. It's been a while, back to the woods, nice little five mile. Sounds good. Still kind of post-London. Well, I'm still sort You're of post-London. You're not limping anymore, though. No, no, no. I don't feel... I feel like I'm sort of coming back to life. I only had, like, two runs in the week after London. Yep. And this is my first run of the week, really. So. Yeah. And then next week I should be back into it. Really. Oh, my so legs look at that. Sorry to stop. Look at that wisteria. That's some of the yeah. best. It's wisteria. It's wisteria. It's wisteria. Sorry, I'm becoming wisterical. Look at that. Gorgeous. Well Beautiful. done to your neighbours. So, um... So yeah, yeah, so you've had a couple of little runs. You're basically not running. Just little runs, just really letting it consistently underestimate how tough marathons are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the week after, my legs just... It's only like the Friday, Saturday when I can get out of a car without really sort of straining and using yeah, my hands yeah, to yeah. push me up. You know. <laughs> yeah. I All did loads and style. loads of driving at the weekend. Right. Yeah, and I it, did. It, just yeah. really, really bad timing for the marathon recoverer. Yeah. And and just bad for the runner. Yes, yeah, I, yeah. I think I need a helicopter. Just cramped up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think running commentary does need a helicopter, actually. I think that's the next stage. Any sponsors out there? Yeah, give us a shout. <laughs> yeah, let's build a helipad. Yeah, they're running hel- helicoptery. <laughs> running heli doesn't work. Um... Do the whole thing by drone. It's all drones now. Yeah. Um, although I can't do my gigs, but it doesn't work. So right. talking of how hard they are, I was thinking about this. Yeah. Right. We're just uh, um, listeners are just getting down on the park. It's cold, isn't it? It's cold. Yeah. We're just going to do a little it's five mile a little woody, bit. woody loopy. It's, it's nice. It's not yeah, it's lovely nice weather. To be out there. It's the kind of weather where you think, oh, I'm enjoying this, particularly as a runner. And then you get on Facebook and someone says, oh, someone tell the weather it's me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 complete over people don't have over mind, don't they? reaction 
God, people, British, I don't think British people realise how we're like professional moaners. Yeah, other people are constant moaning. Constantly moaning. I'm moaning about things which, if you look at them, are pretty darn good. Yeah. Have you seen this advert? Right, it's a sort of eye view of a toddler yeah. making a mess with some spaghetti bolognese. Right. right. Alexa, how many minutes are there in 18 years? <laughs> so the subject here is that parenting is years, A, yeah. a nightmare, yeah. and B, a nightmare for every moment of the first yeah. 18 years of, your, of C, your beautiful child's life. Consists and entirely this, of Bolognese mess. Yeah, and that yeah. is, you know, that is, that's supposed to appeal. So let's watch that and think, oh yeah, that's me. Yeah. I hate my life. I hate my child. When, when in fact... <laughs> Eating bolognese with your kid at that age is actually a really good laugh. It's one of the best co- things you can do. Covered in bolognese, the spaghetti is really fun. Yeah. And it's a complete laugh, isn't All it? All you've got to do is put them under the tap. You know, just, just a bit of bolognese. Someone who likes their carpet more yeah. than their child. As Kevin Spacey says in American Beauty, it's just a couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, you were saying about. Um, we consistently underestimate how hard marathons are. I, think, I, read, I read this thing last year. Yeah. It said um, humans have evolved um, to have a slight lack of imagination uh, about the magnitude of tasks. Right. Yeah? So we're really good at ideas, really good at kind of schedules, and they all going to do this, this, and this. And yet consistently, whatever the task is, you know, whether it's a project at work or a marathon or a novel, you know, Basically, you look at it and you think, yeah, I'll be able to do that. And then you start it and you go, oh, my goodness. This, this is, is tricky. This yeah. is a big job. And yeah. it's always a surprise. And we've evolved to do that because it makes us good at taking things on. Yeah, or else we would never get anything done. That's right. Yeah. And I think in terms of marathon running, you know, it, it's interesting because the wall is a bit of an outmoded concept, you know. People who don't do marathons will say to you, are you worried about the wall? And you say... There's no such thing as the wall. But, you know, it's a way of expressing something, isn't it? Yes, yes. It's interesting that top runners, who I think would never refer uh, to the wall, will quite often say, then the wheels came off. Yeah. And if there's no wall, there definitely aren't any wheels. Yeah, and 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 things... Most runners slow down... If, if not significantly, at least a bit. Even the best, a little bit in the second half of the run. Yeah. Because it gets harder. It gets really hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think this it's is a hardy, hardy, hard bit. <coughs> I also think it's a slight advantage. Advantage. But, you know, when you're running it really hard like you did, and, you know, going for three and, like, breaking yourself on it, you know, I look back, I found it really hard, like you say. And then I kind of sprung back. Yeah. I had achy legs last week, but basically got on with my life. Right. And, um, and it's very easy to forget. I think it's part of that same mindset. You think, oh, yeah, it was easy. I'll do it again. It was easy before. Because I think as well as not being able to imagine hardship in the future, we quickly we edit forget. it out of the past. Yeah. Which is great. Wife, yeah, it's yeah. a bit handy skill. I'm into Brilliant that. Skill, yeah. I remember my wife when she was, you know, our two kids were born just a couple of years apart. And she was pregnant with the second one, saying, why don't I feel great and happy all the time like I did the first time I was pregnant? Because you know what's coming. Because <laughs> no, you did. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You're only remembering the good bits. Yeah. But that's 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 the way it's supposed to work. So you recovered okay then, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hope I'm not being a little bit blasé because it takes a while to kick in. Do you know what I mean? I felt good. Yeah. Last week, but <coughs> I've been running on. 
Right. Had some good runs. I um, because uh, uh, I was in Wales at the weekend. Right. Did uh, McCunkleth Comedy Festival, which is a great festival. Oh, so wonderful. Very special time. And uh, if you don't know, dear listener, you know it's like a lovely little town, and the festival just kind of lays over it like a. It's just full of comedians. And uh, heard nothing but good things about comedy yeah. fans, and it's, just, it's really good. And um, and it's beautiful. And I didn't run in McCunkler, but I stayed with my friends in the house I borrowed last summer. Yeah. And I did my kind of hilly little run around their valley on Sunday. Oh, sounds good. Really, really nice. I mean, I love running in Wales. It's very special. We're going to try and get a Welsh run in on, on here, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to try and do it, yeah. Yeah, we're aiming for that. Because I get to have my holiday and get a run with you. Yeah. And you get to leave Liverpool for a day. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Which is always good. Yeah. And in the Even tradition... Love the gigs in Liverpool. Yeah, love, love the town. Love the gigs in Liverpool, but <laughs> it's where they put you up, actually, the hotel. In the tradition of the... Uh, dissing towns and running commentary, I may have gone. That may be the worst one I've ever done. <laughs> Liverpool, yeah. <laughs> can be a bit rubbish at times, can't it? What are you saying? What are you saying about our town? Only joking, Liverpool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so. Um, have you been boozing much? Did you go uh, back to the sauce? Has there been any sauce? There's been sauce. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, have I been drunk? I don't know, been drunk. Well, the main thing is that I've. I had a kind of week off being all um, abstemious, you know, so yes. I had a few beers and uh, I had a few pies, vegan yeah. pies. In fact, <laughs> here's fun, in McHuntley, um, I went to, there's a really nice health food shop there. Yeah. I was in there getting myself some vegan cheese to eat on some oat cakes, you know, because I'm really partying it up. Yeah, why not, yeah. Woo-hoo! Let's double dunk the oat cakes in some almond milk. Let's yeah. Go and then uh, I saw a Sagaloo pie vegan oh looks good huh got it out bought it got it out of the box what a treat bit into it nearly broke my teeth it's frozen oh I got it out of the freezer not the fridge what not an nice. idiot. So to be standing nice. on the High Street where, you know, people are always going, hey, there's that comedian. Uh, I'm hoping a couple of comedy fans <laughs> were looking at me trying to eat a pie like an ice lobby. Sagaloo slapstick. <laughs> what an idiot. But I felt going up and down the hills the next day, I just really felt that um, a really nice fitness, which is that um, realising that last summer when I was going up the same hills, they were harder. That's nice. that I knew. You just got a strength. He's used now. to pacing, yeah, and it, and you can also see it's just enjoyable to psychologically see the difference. To kind of have that voice in my head that goes, "Oh, here comes this climb." It's yeah. almost like a volume control on it. You know, as it faded down, and my my legs said, "You can cope with it better." Not a problem. Up I go. Yeah. You know. No, that is nice. I think that in the wide world, the runs at the weekend were quite hilly. As a couple of people got in touch with there was that um, marathon. Endorse it, which is a bit of a hilly one, and someone else got in touch about a hilly run. I think it's nice for your. Uh, They're so good for strength hills, aren't they? Yeah, and psychological strength. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have a, to have a week after marathon and just kind of eat what you want and slob around, but it quickly pales, doesn't it? Yes, that's right. Because because you've because you've established. Because in training for it, you've established a pattern of life that you, you actually really like. That's right. It's actually really yeah. nice to be and it feels to be really fit. 
Absolutely. And not eat everything that you immediately want when you see it. And no, do you know what I mean? There's something hold on to that. Because it's hard, because you need the deadline to keep yeah. you that strict. You need the events, don't you? Yeah. I also feel, I think maybe, again, slightly different because of your margins. You know, you're, you're running at 100%. I'm running at a... Well, I was stubbornly hit those last few miles, you know? Yeah. So I come out of the marathon wanting to do ridiculous amounts of running. Yeah, right. You know? Right. On, so did the marathon, did a little bit of running last week, did the, this festival on Saturday. That run in the hills was on Sunday. And when I got home, I saw that someone had done the Oswestry half marathon on Sunday morning. Right. I thought, I was right near Oswestry. I could have like done you that. You could have done that, yeah. And I really yeah. meant it. It's like... Some people do that. No, it was a half marathon a week after the marathon. You didn't need to do it. But... You felt okay to have done it. Yeah, and I remember having exactly the same thing after Berlin, a week after Berlin. I'd done one really nice wind-down run in Glasgow. Yeah. And then two weeks after Berlin was the Royal Parks. But on the Sunday in between, I was getting the train home from Glasgow. And everyone was doing a great Scottish run. So I should be doing that. Yeah, you shouldn't, because you break your knees. Yeah, you need to relax a bit. But some people just roll on and do events and... <laughs> But park runs a week after a marathon. And yeah, yeah. I wasn't really in a position to want to. I always find that my legs are still tired. Even a few weeks later when we do that Crouch and 10K. Yeah, yeah. My legs aren't right to race again, you know. No, absolutely. I mean, I feel good in myself. And I really want to be running kind of in principle and in my head. But in my knees, oh, yeah. Right. I still feel the marathon. Yeah. And also, like you say, it only takes a few days for... Taking the foot off the pedals with regards to sort of heavy foods and stuff, and you feel them. Yeah, because you I can't feel them heavy. You eat all the you eat all the Jaffa cakes and have all the cheese and polish of all the wine and yeah, doesn't feel like great. No, the next day. Do you know? No. Do you know, do you know what I mean? That's the you thing. Know, it's like uh, I think we have to accept that there's something in us. And that, that, that wants to be really fit and really likes that feeling. That's right. And just simply and celebrate also, it, the older it? you get, the easier it gets to spot. Even though, don't get me wrong, it's very hard to conquer. But it's very easy to spot those kind of wrong chemicals, those addictive things where you think, I really, and, and this could be anything. It could be like drink, pasties, yeah. cigarettes. You think to yourself, I've got to have that. It's going to be such a treat. Yeah. And then you have it and you think, that was quite disappointing. Yes. And then you think, I'll have more. I'll have some more, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's how those chemical, those kind of Sorry, works. fake hit things yeah. work. Yeah. It's the same when I used to take all that heroin. <laughs> Something's happening. Yeah. This is actually addictive. Yeah. And ultimately, the experience <laughs> is disappointing. <laughs> but the, it's, uh, it's also realising the simply addictive nature of running as well, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And just how addicted people get to it, including <laughs> us, you know. Throws the other stuff into, uh, into relief. Oh, God. <laughs> So I had a few days on the sauce. So, so that lady was just putting a bag in a bin, and I, just for a split second, I thought there was a wheelie bin full up falling out of the tree. Duck, <laughs> <laughs> duck! There's a bin coming down. So if we'd have been running this time yesterday, I'd have been really hungover. Yeah. What? 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 What did just, you think? Of just why? it was. Uh, oh, I see. It was bank on, holiday Sunday. Wasn't bank it? holiday Sunday. Yeah. It was actually bank holiday Monday. Yeah, I mean the bank holiday Eve Sunday. Yeah, I was going to do a. Uh, I was meant to do a gig in Lincoln on, on Monday. Yeah. But it got cancelled on Monday morning, and I'd done loads of gigs, loads of travelling. Yeah. And I just knew at that moment when I got the text at half ten in the morning, 
I was going to get really drunk on Monday. Yeah, great. It was just like, I was so relieved <laughs> not to have to go to Lincoln. Not that there's anything wrong with Lincoln. Love Lincoln. Love Lincoln. It's almost as nice as Liverpool. Love Lincoln. And, and love the and gigs there, but yeah. it's just, I've done so much travel post-marathon. To be fair, sorry Lincoln, but it is far away. It's it? a long way from us, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think even when you're in Lincoln, you just think, oh, this is far away. Where is Lincoln? Where am I? I'm in it. I'm in Lincoln. <laughs> this is like I'm somewhere near Gainesville. <laughs> yeah. It was going to be a great Which event. is also a lovely town. Anyway, he got cancelled. Yeah. And it was Matt's, It was my mate Matt's uh, 52nd birthday, which, as you know, is a massive milestone. That's one of anyone. the big ones. Yeah, 52 yeah. is huge. Double marathon. Yeah, it's massive. 52.4. Massive. And uh, he's a bit of a boozer. Julie was there. You see the old drinking crew. Got drunk. Came home. And then got because drunk again been, on, on my own. It's been a while own. since you've been to a good party, isn't it? Yeah, it's been a while since you've been to a You've only had like six Not enough parties, months. Yeah. But I did that thing of like... Getting drunk with mates, getting the Uber home, Ow. wife goes to bed, yeah, and then just getting drunk on my own, getting super drunk, yeah, great. just to finish off the drink, taking just it up really, a lot. Yeah, just there's a bottle of wine in, and you're already drunk. Let's just launch into that. Yeah, in my Christmas great show, feeling, great in my feeling. Christmas show a few years ago to talk about what Black Sam Booker is for in terms of Christmas drinking, and it's like it's one of those things that you drink, you you're gonna have to drink that or or you'll go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it's that ridiculous moment when you know f- somewhere the voice that says stop drinking and go to bed yeah. is alive and well and watching. But Zambuca's no. a, one of those drinks when you know you're, you're doing shots of Zambuca, you insist that other people do them with you, don't you? Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm not going to drink this alone. No. It's like, we either all do this or we don't. Mind you, talking of going for a drink with people, that was interesting. I did a, a gig in uh, Manchester on Sunday night. All right. Really nice bank holiday special because, you know, don't normally have a show on a Sunday Yes, night. yeah, yeah. It was a lovely crowd. It was really good. And uh, I met these guys afterwards. I say I met these guys. It was them and their partners. But I kind of had to introduce myself to their partners. Right. There's something quite sort of masculine going on there because they'd have just sat and waited otherwise. It's nice. These guys are nice. Yeah. They were smart uh, Kiwis. They'd, they'd seen you at the gig. They, they'd been at the gig. Right. And they were up for a chat and a laugh. Good guys, you know. And yet, it was a funny old thing. We got to talking about um, Trump. Yeah. And uh, it got quite intense. And they were mainly... They were pretty pro-Trump. They were pretty pro-Trump. And these were good, easygoing, good sense of humor, smart guys. He's all right, mate. Yeah, just, well, they had their reasons. You know, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of, you know, basically I <laughs> I disagree with them pretty hard. Yeah. But it's funny when you talk to real people, particularly real strangers about that stuff, and it reminds you how binary the internet is. Because I was just thinking, I'm starting to feel... Really complicated now. Yes, Not that yeah. I agree with them, but I'm listening of to course, them and I respect yeah, them. But then, having said that, they said, "So you're coming for? Where are we going now? You know, where are we going to go for a drink?" And I was like, "Good God, no! You coming for that Trump <laughs> convention, mate? Are we going nice on to, to the Trump party? I'm exhausted from disagreeing <laughs> yeah, with from you. this complexity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're strangers, and I need to go to bed. So I was on the other side of that second phase of drinking. Yeah. When you get tired, that's it. Call it a day. Yeah. I was in such a where you, you're so drunk, you're watching box sets on Sky that you know you're going to have to re-watch the next day because yeah, you're not yeah. understanding it. Yeah. 
Just simple plot That's great, isn't it? When simple plot. Simple plot. Plot not threads going getting, in. getting lost. <laughs> How complicated is this? Not very. <laughs> Actually, thinking about that, I say, oh, I just went home. I think I mainly went home because the conversation was too intense because I had had a couple of drinks with those guys and I, I bought a can of lager to drink in my hotel room. You know, because everyone right. needs to do that, don't they? Yes. And, yeah. uh, and I drank the can of lager and I literally think, because uh, I, I was really tired and I was just wiped out and went to sleep. And uh, I think I was drunk in the night. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I didn't yeah. feel drunk before I went to sleep. I didn't feel too bad when I woke up in the morning. But I remember when I kind of been asleep for very long, just getting up and going and not being able to find the light to the toilet. <laughs> I'd like to have seen that. It was a real serious hotel room stumble around. It's so dangerous. Social media and drinking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Just getting on it. And just Yeah, we do I mean, open I mean, up a little at that time. It's very subtle, man. I, I just find myself... You've just got to be careful, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You've got to be careful. Absolutely. Getting over-involved or just connect... You're just sort of... They're not just doing stuff that you wouldn't normally do. It's too easy, isn't it? Well, that's the funny thing about social media. It's like watching uh, watching kids get on the social media. Is that it's uh, you have a set of somewhere between inhibitions and rules. You know. Yes. This is my life. There's a I'm protocol. Not that. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. do that. And then, of course. Okay, come here. We go. Come and come. That dog walker's coming from the east. Started to set the pack pack of wild terriers. (laughs) These dogs seem pretty posh. (laughs) These dogs, this posh don't bite. Ah! Posh dog fracas in Queenswood. (laughs) Podcasters savaged by small ferocious terriers. Dogs. Owner says he's not normally like this. I can smell the shampoo. (laughs) Ah! He won't hurt you. That's a funny one, isn't it? He won't bite. He won't bite. Dog goes, he's snapping and biting. He won't bite, but he will traumatise <laughs> for life. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's nice to... Basically, what I'm saying is that I just don't think I'm ever going to drink as much as I used to drink two, three years ago. Yeah, OK. I just don't feel like... Obviously, I'm in a position where if I'm going to go out, I'm going to have a drink. I think me and but the listeners will be very interested to see if you uh, stay with that. Yeah, I've kind of... This, I've stopped for a... Are these bluebirds? If they are bluebirds, they're very light colour, but they're absolutely gorgeous. There we go. The woods. Look at these leaves. Look, give oh, me a the woods. Pose. Leaves are coming. We had, a bit of gro- we had a bit of rain, didn't we, yesterday? It's beautiful. It has come alive today. Yes, it's The woods are alive. Verdant. And we are alive. We are part of the life of the woods. I saw incredible colour when I... Through the woods. ...was running in the... Borrowdale, um... You know, sort of training, getting out before breakfast because you're on holiday there. And I was yeah. keeping running up. Yeah. And it was really, it was so worth it. I went out and uh, the colour was superb. The sun, it was cloudy. Right. But it must have been just after dawn because it looked like there was light, but you felt like it was dim, you know, was, mm. and everything was dark. Like every colour was a dark colour. It's amazing. Why, the, why does the old bracken look red and the, mm. and the trees mm. look black and the road is... And I realised as well as it being just after dawn, uh, everything was wet. Yes. It's been yeah. raining like a... It's nice, like isn't a good it? It's so rich, isn't it? And you can only really get that wet in the Lake District. And then you get to kind of a tiny little swat with a bit of stream the day before. It's going... It's thundering. It's so good to get out in the country. We'll have to get some some wild runs. So we've got. Have you got any little races coming up? We've got the Crouch and 10K coming, haven't we? In a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, and then that 10 mile. Ten and mile. I'm looking at the Cannock Chase 10K. Yes. First Sunday in August. Right. Which I looked at a couple of years ago. That'll be a good I one. I think it might be. 
on holiday then, but I think that would be a good one. And then, of course, New York. But I am going to... See, I've been very... My thoughts about running after the London Marathon are very uh, ongoing. Like you say, yes. I want to maintain the fitness. I want to maintain the low weight. Right. And uh, I want to start... <laughs> I was joking with my wife about it, because it's not like I... Uh, do too little running but I kind of want to start making our runs and park runs little extras on top of my on top of three runs a week and, 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 and training runs, afterwards right. yeah, yeah, yeah. and also yeah once once I've recovered around that 10 mile I think I always want to be running double figures every week right and make that a kind of life habit yes yeah yeah you just want long long ish run a week of over yeah. 10 yeah. I think I'm slightly more confident that that when it feels like that's ruining my legs, what's oh, robbing of that tree? Um, it's actually just using them. Do you know what I mean? Right. The fact that my some of the pain I had in the run up to that marathon was really like, oh my goodness, my legs are in the right state, but I still ran a marathon on them. Yeah. And they and felt better. Yeah. Didn't, felt and better. they didn't even hurt. You know what right. I mean? They, they, that was as I got tired in the marathon. It was my lungs and body that were tired, not my joints and muscles. You know. So don't, don't, you, don't your quads start hurt? Don't your legs hurt? Um, not really. Right. No. With me, it's all my, it's my quads. It's the driving. I get pains, but they mm. kind of come and go. Right. They're like kind of odd waves. Mm. I had, um, you know, I've had a bit of trouble with my, um, uh, this the foot that's got a funny toe on it. Right, yeah. And shoes and stuff. And I had a pain really early on, like about five miles in. My right foot just went, wow. And I was like... I don't think I can take that seriously, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's much too early on. I'll just ignore that. And then it went away, you know? I think there's some... I do think there's some psychological things that happen to, to you early on in, in the marathon race itself that yeah, are just yeah. tension playing out. I got a quite... It's like paranoia, but it runs on into runs the beginning of the run. I got a quite severe stitch about four miles. Yeah. I thought this is ridiculous. It's partly because you're, you're not running, gonna. You were running five-minute miles at that stage. No, but it's sort of. <laughs> it's just it's just ridiculous. There's yeah, no yeah. way I'm going to do all this yeah, training and right. a stitch is going to knock me out. And it's a bit. Well, like, I mean, it's, it's quite hard work, you know. What running a marathon? Run a marathon with a stitch. You've got to. Yeah, yeah. Running breathe through it, it out and massage your stomach and all that business. I think I tend to get, if it's not psychological, I tend to get a stitch in uh, warm weather. Right. But again, it's quite a good thing because. One, I think, like you say, running through a stitch is really hard, but it is possible. Yes. So it's psychologically quite yeah. a good thing to do. Yeah. Not stopping for a stitch is one of my first... Yes. I'm a real runner now, kind of science, Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, uh, and two, it's a, it's a warning light. You know, it's a clear signal that yeah, the rules are different when the weather's hot. Yeah. Sometimes it's just gulping water and you're taking in air and all that. It's just... It's bus. We have to stop here because there's bus going past. Yeah. And the bus... But, um, yeah, I think that I uh, get quite a lot of run-through pain early on in the marathon. And like you say, it's, you, you have to. Everyone's having their own drama, aren't they? You do come up against that thing that says, uh, is it hurting so much you're going to have to stop? Yeah. And you think, no, and then you just ignore it. Yeah. And then... This will go away, hopefully. If it isn't something bad, it, it, it will go away. You know? I mean, my feet were in a really good state at the end of the marathon. I think a, a good, fairly fierce self manicure, a few, oh, well, manicure, pedicure, right. a few days before, and uh, my feet were fine. 
I'm not going to illustrate with the pictures. They're still a grim nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> but there was no bleeding. Or bad toenails or anything. Is that someone else, sorry, someone else was saying about toenails. You know, it seems obvious, but here's a tip. Yeah. It's got to be short toenails, because the whole black toenail is to do with a very gentle waggle, isn't it? If you've got a right. little bit of toenail. Yes. And it's against the sock. Right. That'll just go up and down, not a problem. But if you do that for 20 miles, you get a bit of it eventually becomes an injury. So keep those toenails short, kids. I'm sure everyone already knows that. But got, yeah, it's... it's uh, you've got to... Uh, I know it's, it's that good pain, bad pain thing, isn't it? I know a, lot, a couple of lads at the club who overtrained on the way to London. Yeah. Training for the marathon, felt pain, kept running. One of them lined up at Reading with a bit of an injury. Yeah. Was limping after two miles. Raced the whole thing. Stress fracture. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. So he's out for like three months, yeah, that's you know. No good. And that's just but dog-headed idiocy. But if you're a serious <laughs> ongoing runner, you know, it's complicated, isn't it? You've it's got to be able to read your body because it's not like if you waited until nothing was hurting. Yeah. Well, I, I can't remember the last time nothing was hurting. It's also the actual the loss in their eyes when you're talking to them. Yeah, yeah. Because they can't run anymore. And they did it to themselves. It's, it's like they're in mourning it's or like something. A it's like wind. bereavement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like... I can't run. I want to run. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm doing cross training. It's great. Yeah. Now I'm going to get into swimming when the day comes. I'll do it. Yeah, swimming. That's the same. It's going to be all right. Yeah. yeah. It's not as convenient though. Is Waterproof it? music player. I can do that. <laughs> We've gone across the road from Queensbridge onto proper Highgate Woods. Just your classic. Gorgeous. The classic five. Let's uh, let's make it classic by going to the uh, toilet block. Right. Is it? Was it? This is where uh, I didn't just go into, but sprinted into the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> that is hey, a, running commentary in the ladies' toilets. <laughs> yeah, with the microphone. On. <laughs> yeah, how are you feeling? Here I am. Wait, there's another pack of dogs. Here I am. You stay here and create a distraction. Make a make a kind of bacon smell while I try and run past this lady into the ladies. Look at that. Okay, excuse me a second, listeners. Dogs. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact is You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Are you back? Yes, I am back. We're back. Can we send a special mention to Steve, who I'm sure didn't put a horrible noise on that toilet break? Of course he'd never do that. Steve doing wonderful jobs out there in Spain, sorting out, cutting all oh, the stuff. Oh, the high life in Spain. Special moment of Kylie on the Marathon podcast. That was Steve's uh, inspiration. It was beautiful. I think a couple of people got in touch and said they really enjoyed it. Oh, that's nice. Because I think I said, I believe in you. I Steve, believe. I, oh. I believe in you. You know what that is? That is Steve, really drunk, listening to the podcast. <laughs> enjoying, I don't have to run. Enjoying the high life. Yeah, you want to this cut left, it's cut and right. Enjoying the high life in Spain. This is the bit on Highgate Woods where Paul has to go left through the woods. It's only about 100 yards, but he goes through it on principle, don't you? It's pretty dangerous. Every time. It's get pretty dangerous. It's really... Uh, I actually once had a... Hideous fall into this fence. I fell into there and just really... That's my As they used to say, now that could have an eye out. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I had a bit of a breakthrough in my personal life this last week. Hit hit me. I managed to change a tyre. Woo. Oh, my cousin. I only said this because it happened twice in very short succession. When we come back from Devon... When you say you managed to change a tyre, you don't mean you put a suit on no, 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 no. Word the play, whole, guys. The whole thing. We're coming back from Devon <laughs> and uh, got a uh, slow punch. Well, can I just say, that was me jumping across the ditch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In case you think it was not a reaction to Devon. Because we love Devon. Devon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Come back from Devon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave Devon. And I tried to change the tyre then, but I couldn't do it. I, couldn't, I wasn't physically strong enough to Did you ever change the board? <laughs> no, it was just me and Julie coming That's back good. on the on the on the nine-hour drive door to door from Croydon. Yes, yeah. on bank holiday Monday. Yes, yeah. so um, so that was good. But I just couldn't do it, and someone took mercy on us—a a real man who can do that kind is of thing. So is this a runner trap? Yeah, you're not going to be able to get through that. Just keep running. Wait a minute! Don't fall for that. That's Where a trap for running. No, no, Paul, no, Paul. Where? You've gone into it. Where? You've gone into it. Oh, no. It's trapped. All right, shut the gates. Take it to the lab. <laughs> He's fresh. And these and many other runners were caught. Yeah, so you and Julie... So, listen, so, so basically, the no, first no, time I couldn't do it, I felt really emasculated. The proper bloke came. He changed the tyre for me. Yeah. Cut to Sunday night, coming back from Birmingham, pouring rain. Yeah. Notice the tyre had gone again, the very same tyre. Oh, my God. And this time... It was quite tiring. It felt that that pretty tiring. But this time, I just did it. Yeah. And you know, I felt I felt great. It was the first time I'd ever done anything like that. I'm, yeah. I'm t- I'm, I'm all, my first instinct is just phone... <laughs> A man who can do this, yeah. which I know is pathetic. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I don't have a can-do attitude, and I'm very much, I can't. Yeah. If it's all practical, I just can't do this. Can't do. So the idea that I could do it, it felt like a real breakthrough. What yeah, I've been building... To physically change a tyre. Building my daughter's new bed, which is big. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's straightforward, but it's not completely straightforward. One is every now and again, it's, 
It's not from Ikea. It's more solid built. Right. But every now and again, the instructions, they're not rubbish. But, you know, there was one instruction, like, missing. Right. So by the time I got to it, I had the confidence. I was like, no, I can do it. You get some instructions that leave you to make deductive leaps. Those are the ones I struggle with. Yeah, that's right. If, if anything of this process is down to me, this isn't going <laughs> yeah, yeah. to work. And then you get to that Pick bit where you the spanner. Well, so this bit is broken. That's not just me. Right, right. They've forgotten to bevel that bit of metal or all that stuff. But the other thing about it's hard is it's really physically hard. Yes. A couple of times... You've got to kind of screw, screw straight into wood, sort of munching into the wood. That's hard and work, And then do isn't that it? 30 yeah. times. Yeah. You know, you know you've done that the next day. That's, That's really give good, you blisters yeah. on your palms and stuff. Just and think, like say, people who do that every day. Would, exactly. <laughs> These are tough guys. Yeah, it was good <laughs> yesterday I was doing some of it because I was, I was distracted. I couldn't have done any uh, more kind of intellectual work. Morning, Magpie. But I didn't want to just wait around, so... It can have value, but yeah, doing that all day every day would be tough. And really? also, I'd be useless because I yeah. take <laughs> ages, really long breaks and moaning. <laughs> <laughs> but also the that thing about feeling good about yourself and feeling emasculated when you can't do it. I've built my daughter's bed. That's great. But man. I can't stand it up. Right. It's on its side, and you can't. One, you need more than one person to stand it. Which up. is why you need a real man yeah, to be yeah. hand. Don't get me wrong. There, there is a. <laughs> there, there is. There is a subject here of people thinking, "How weak this is Rob's <laughs> wife? She's not well. She's not well." Um, but also, uh, how pathetic are Paul yeah. and Robert? Yeah, you're going to unable to change a tire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can change. It's up a tire. to the age of forty-seven. No one said I can change. No, you a tire. talking of. Uh, uh, um, sort of like being heroic though. When I was very small, my mum had a little 1100, which kind of dates it. Yeah. And we uh, got a puncture just near, just off the uh, Great West Road by Gunnersbury Park. And we were parked on like a sort of cycle lane, a bit of tarmac, on a hot, hot summer's day. And the tarmac was all wet. Yeah. Came back to the car's puncture. Of course, because it's a rubbish old car. Yeah. And my uh, my mum jacked the car up. Yeah. And the jack just went through the tarmac like it was mud. Oh, oh look no. at these bluebells in the woods. Look at that. That's it. So that's all you need. And there's enough of them that they look like a haze. Like and an there's ocean. you with them. An ocean of bluebells. Man and bluebell. <laughs> with bluebell face. He got a bit coquettish. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, so and so the jack's descending into the tarmac. And, she, and meanwhile, I, I was there, and then she was looking after, like, like these dog walkers. There was like a rash of half a dozen other people's kids. Right. Like, just uh, running around the car going... Yeah. <laughs> in the tense. Sticky-faced 1970s style. And yeah. uh, smoking. Yeah. This bloke with a big... Mercedes in an era when not everyone had a big Mercedes. Yeah. He pulled up his big brown leather seated Mercedes and came over and said, Don't worry, I'll lift it up. And he lifted up the back corner of the car. Oh, mate. <laughs> well, my uh, mum put the tyre on and she's trying to do it fast. <laughs> and she's like, You know, take your time, take time. Lucky, lucky that Jeff Capes just happened he said, to be. He was so impressed. But when you look, <laughs> I saw a 1100 recently. And I reckon I could pick one of those up over my head. That's a rubbishy little car. But isn't it funny how in the 21st century masculinity is still pretty much about fixing stuff. running really far and picking everything yeah, up? Fixing things. <laughs> I mean, if we could just get out of it now and again and kill a beast, 
I think we'd feel really good about ourselves. That'd be great. This guy's, I'm joking, but people do. Don't they? Like that dentist who would have killed the lion. I know. That's I know. an odd need. Yeah. yeah. If Rick right, Christmas, this is a robin. Oh, oh, I nearly had it. Oh, there no. it is. It's a robin in the holly, which frankly is not seasonal. On May the 2nd. Uh, so, yeah, so we must uh, balance that with some soft nurture. Yes. I'm going to get some yoga in. I want to do yoga. That's going to help my running. Yeah, I'd like I've to. seen pics of me run. I'd like to do yoga. Get rid of those rolly shoulders. I'd like to do yoga, but it's, it's sort of doing it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'd like to do it, but I, I don't know. I'm useless at know. it as well. Yeah. I don't bend in the middle and I don't twist. So you're looking to try and change its style then, you think? Well, maybe. I think that. Subtle uh, modification. It's going to be subtle. I think that when I'm running really well. Um, uh, you know, I reset a couple of times, like we've said, in, in the marathon towards the end. Right. I got my, not just put my head up, but drop my shoulders length and my neck. That was and just really try and stand up like a, like a dancer. You know, so no, but certainly nothing changing from the waist down. It's all my neck, really. It's all, I'm just a bit hunched. Did you and I think from the outside, my run will probably look just as sad. Did you get your... Uh Photos through. <laughs> yeah, I've seen my photos. They're always good, the photos, aren't they? A combination of how terrible they are and how much they cost. Here's a picture of you gurning <laughs> like a dog, <laughs> and slightly obscured by a stranger. That'll be £150. Just me. <laughs> Just various pictures of me grimacing <laughs> at various stages of the race. They're not normally near the end of the race, aren't they? They're yes, that's right. The best one of you was the one someone spotted, which was a news story about someone else. And you were behind them. Yeah. And then also, here's you on for 2.59.21. And the person, someone got said in the comments, get your head up, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how do you know his head wasn't down for an eighth of a second? I do get my head down sometimes when I get a bit. You're allowed. A hot dog nearly beat me. A bloke dressed as a hot dog. Yeah. That's a, that's a quick hot dog, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's a quick dog. We're going to be frank about yeah. that. Also, I noticed that a hot dog guy, when he came past me, I thought, nice buns. <laughs> Did you shout that? <laughs> to the temptation. <laughs> well, I didn't see him, because he's <laughs> half an hour faster than me. Um, <laughs> um, now, what was I going to say about... Hot dog overtaking you. Oh, yeah. Did you see Gorilla Man finish it in the marathon? No, I saw, I saw photos of him during the week. So, to me, that looked half like some kind of situationist stunt. It was a little bit like that. Right. I saw him interviewed on, that on BBC Breakfast. Yeah. He seemed like a very pretty normal guy. Right. I don't think that can actually be the case. You know, because he just opted to... So this is the guy who we kept seeing photos during the week of there's a guy still running the marathon. That's right. He in spent the all suit. last week finishing the marathon in the gorilla suit doing it for the gorillas. And he was doing it on his knuckles and feet as much as he could. Gorilla styling. Gorilla style. Yeah. But you think... I, I'm, I feel really bad for this, but I must say this. That is totally unnecessary. Yeah. You want to raise money for the gorillas? Run the marathon just as a gorilla. Done. Job done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awareness raised. Yeah. Sponsorship given. Yeah. yeah. And uh, instead, I can't see... I suppose he might have raised a bit more money by doing it that way. By doing it that slowly. I can't, I can't get my head around it. Did he, did he live off leaves and sort of shoots? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He eats, weird... shoots and leaves. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, <laughs> a weird one because he, he, he got a bit of publicity, but not loads. That's and it, right. it more made people 
slightly not trust it sort of That's thing. That's right, because... It felt, I... like a, it felt like a woolly mammoth had been spotted or something, didn't it? Do you That's know what I mean? Right, it assumed exactly. almost like well, urban course, myth status. After the first six hours, everyone's gone home. You know, yeah, the yeah, marathon buses are gone, there's no they're fences. They're closed, of course, anyway. So at some stage, around last Wednesday, it's just the bloke in a gorilla suit <laughs> going up Poplar High Street. And, and he, obviously, he obviously had a kip and stuff. He didn't do it continuously for he five days. He must have gone to bed at times, yeah. And also, it must God, it must have hurt. But it just seems, it seems crazy. Was, and also, it's just missing, it's missing the point a bit, isn't it? I mean, the marathon is this big bubble, and that's yeah. when you do it. I mean, I haven't, I've, I'm sort of spending a week making up my little post-marathon blog about how it all was and everything. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'm well aware that by the time I post that, the world has moved on. Yes. And that's fine. You know? Although it does take that's a it works. It does take a couple of days at least to really let it go, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, for us, you know, it's so intense, isn't physically, it? Physically, everyone who's done it. Yeah. There's definitely that moment, isn't it? Probably. Luckily, we're all past it now. But there's a moment, sometime within the first four days, maybe one day, maybe two, where you think. Everyone's forgotten about this, and for me, it's still it's the still most that, important thing in my yes, life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that must be true of all of us. Yeah. We're going left here. We left here. That threw me right off. You know, we're just retracing our steps. Yeah, we're just retracing Get it now. It's one of those great toddlers in the woods groups. Like it. Having an adventure. She's good. I went to the club track championships yesterday to... Just for just for a laugh not to compete. Yeah, yeah. It's just really like school sports day. It was great, but you've yeah, got like... Yeah. Just people in their 60s doing javelin for a laugh and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just a real laugh. Oh, that just reminds me. I don't know if you've seen this, but on Running Company on Facebook, yeah. someone got in touch and said, I'm just getting into trail running. Any tips? Now, trail running across country, that's roughly the same thing, right? Yeah. We're I talking about running off-road, at least. Yeah, I mean, I kind of... I had a look at that. I was thinking, I mean, obviously you need... Decent shoes, and yeah. Decent specialist trail shoes, yeah, yeah. No, you know, you need to, you need to know where you're going. You know, it's just like us running around us muddly, really. Yeah, it's good. It, 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 trail, trail running is great because it's soft surfaces and good fun, and you're out in nature and stuff. Yeah, it's just be aware that it could go wrong. Yeah, yeah. So it's knowing where you're going and yeah. maybe taking little snacks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Trailer Runner magazine's massive. There's a massive community to t- tie into, which I fully intend to do once I've realised I can't get any faster than the marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... I'm well, but you, and you've done a fair bit of proper cross country, but then that's oh, yeah. proper... It's a slightly yeah, different yeah, community, oh, isn't it? That? Oh, that's just a leaf. What is this? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that is... Uh, that's nature. That's a significant part of a dead beast. But I would say that that is part of a barbecue rather than something that died in the woods. No, mate. That's nature. This is the start of a horror film. Okay. That's the first thing in the start of a... Yeah. No, well, <laughs> something's really dried that thing out. So that's a crow, is it? No, it's a, it's a mammal. You're looking at a haunch. Wow. Good what Lord. Yeah, it's it's not the, no the beast no. of Queenswood. It's the beast of Queenswood. <laughs> beast of Queenswood. What the hell? And it's oh my God! There's a wheelie <laughs> bin in the tree. The monster wheelie bin in the high trees of Queenswood. See, if you look up there, that's what I wanted my first album cover to be. Nice. And the, it's got that great combination of it is beautiful, but also really dull. It's what you really that's, need is a picture of a beast. What is, a drama, hell is that? I think that that is a hog roast that someone has um, done a little uh, a piglet, yeah, and uh, everyone's eaten it, and then they've chucked out the the you know what was left, and that's the dog's got hold of it. That's, that's what I'm I know it's not very dramatic, but we I need prefer, answers. I prefer the Beast of Queen's Wood scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. I'll tell you one thing. I know, beast. looking at that, 
It wasn't vegan. No, <laughs> absolutely not, no. <laughs> and on the menu today, oh, gross. <laughs> that was a tofu half peak. <laughs> yeah, cross-country races are like organised, you know, spiked roll there. But, you know, the, the trail running is. Yeah. And make, I sure think you're in the right, make sure you're in the right kit and comfy in your kit. It's more like long, slow running tends to be, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's the best and kind of I think of fun, also really. sometimes, I mean, uh, for me... The, the thing with trail running is I would lean entirely into like what we're doing now, which is basically nice, easy running somewhere where there isn't tarmac. Yeah. You know? And that way you don't need to worry about I'm sure that somewhere there's someone putting on spikes to run through a little, you know, to run along a kind of cinder track. Yes. And yeah. that's not necessary. No, no, no just get but your nice... Uh, that's what people do. You go. And uh, this is the kind of thing that happens, and that's fine. You know, it's like when I go to the Chilterns and see someone walking with huge walking boots and two poles, and you think, you know, you're 300 yards from the M40. That's a bit unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. But if you're going to get way off into the back end of nowhere, take a mate. Yeah. Take a phone and know where you are. You know. It's funny, isn't it? Because it's like people really need to put preparedness and activity together like two bits of Lego. Yeah. The number of times you see people over-prepared for nothing and then hear stories of people massively prepared for everything. For terrible, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to try and fit what you've got to what you need. Yeah, yeah we just went for a walk around the Arctic, you know. I bought my shorts. I just went... Well, it just got really chilly later. I was uh, surfing in Argyle. Did you hear about that guy? <laughs> no. He went, this is a Scotsman. Went, oh, uh, yes. well, yeah, I sh- yeah. He, he was missing for 36 hours. Was yeah. it? Oh, it was only 32. Right. Oh, barely over a day yeah. on a surfboard in the Irish Sea. <laughs> yeah, <fuck laughs> I bet he was relieved. My goodness. Yeah. Felt like, my. Yeah. He was hanging on to his surfboard. Oh, and he's, he's only young. He's in his early 20s thing. And his, I, yeah. I heard his uh, mum and dad on the radio. And they're like, oh. It was like they wondered, you know, because obviously he went missing. They're like, oh, my goodness. And then he came back fine. Well, he, he had no uh, relief. <laughs> I don't think anyone knew he was missing for 24 hours because he had no way of contacting people because yeah. obviously you're surfing, you don't tend to take your mobile. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do it. He didn't <laughs> selfie it. Yeah. He said, here I am, stuck in the Irish Sea. Awkward. When you've marooned after 32 hours. Point break. <laughs> yeah. What's the point break? It's that desire for adventure, isn't it? Yeah. You just want to... It's good fun to get lost sometimes, isn't it? When we got lost around Osmotherly, yeah. it's actually quite a laugh being lost, as long yeah, as you're not you, hideously you think, lost. You think that was a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was When I was in uh, Wales the other day, not running or doing the show, but just driving late at night, yeah. I thought I finally worked out where my friend's uh, house was. Because they really do live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, one time, they live at a place called Keffenkoch, which is Welsh for Red Ridge. Yeah. So, you know, it's not the only Red Ridge. And yeah, one course. time I used sat-nav to get there, and I got up this, you know, this big road, then a little road, then a lane, mm. then a lane with, with grass in the middle. Eventually, drove into the yard of this darkened farm. Yeah. Which clearly wasn't their house. And at this moment, I thought... Well, either someone's going to come out of there and kill me, or I'm going to try and do a three-point turn in this field, and just the car's just going to roll down a hill into a stream. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, eventually worked out where they lived. Oh, I went through a flood going to their house once as well. It's really drama. It's a quest. Yeah. And uh, but as I say, you know. I stayed there for a couple of weeks last year, so I thought I'd finally cracked it. 
was driving there on Saturday night, and at one point, it got to a left turn. I was like, I thought I was going to be turning right. I was like travelling in exactly the opposite direction. Right. To the yeah, direction yeah. I thought I was going. <laughs> yeah. And whales will do that to you. You know, I think in our heads we like everything to be roughly left, right, left, right. I don't mean like a march. I mean, you yeah. know, north, south, 90 degree corners. And whales just say, no, 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 no. No, no, no. It's curvy, curvy valleys. Curvy turns in on itself. It's real weird knowing where you go. Follow it as you see it. And uh, I find that both good and bad. <laughs> I think you want to get lost. He's actually making <laughs> Pointing strange decisions <laughs> on the paths we've been on a lot. It is possible to get lost in Queenswood and Highgate Wood. I'm never completely confident when I come here without you. Although today, that is the same route that we always do. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but I've got lost. done it for a while, to be I've fair. got lost doing that without you. <laughs> We're in the woods. We're safe. We're safe. We haven't even invoked the Blair Witch Project yet today. It's nice to uh, <laughs> be out running a little bit again, actually. Yeah. I still feel tired, though. Yeah. I still don't feel... Well, it's, out to, it's a bit of a two-day hangover as well. Yeah, that's right. No, it sounds like you were... That was an extra special drunk on Monday. Yeah, it's that you kind of... You were drunk. You drunk squared. It's that feeling of, like, I need to get really drunk at some stage just to say goodbye... I haven't been drunk enough yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, to draw a line under it and start again. You yeah, know. I got fairly drunk. No, I got that drunk on the day. I got fairly drunk in midweek, but then they, I've got to get really, really drunk. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think this urge is uh, is spurious. I know. Me and Julia had a, got a, did last Martini Monday the day yeah. after the marathon. You know, we were drunk enough to apologise to the children. So right, I think we've done that. Yeah, we've experienced that. So your hills, love running out hills, it's easy. Oh, we love hills. Oh, we love the hills. But yeah, I'm Justin Morehouse is walking around Cardiff Bay this morning because yeah. him and Jared Christmas have started on this comedy tour. And oh, that's right, a yeah. lovely place to run. It is, it's lovely, isn't it? And then, yeah, up in the hills above Welshpool, that's where I was on Sunday. And uh, up the Taft Trail. Yes. It's gorgeous running around there, isn't it? And hopefully we'll get in. There's a, talking of trail running, there's a, um, like a kind of huge beach with a park. Not a park, but it's, it's sand dunes, but they turn into a sand duny wilderness. Yeah. Called Merthyr Moor. And there's a trail running club down there. I wonder if they go out on a Saturday, we could gate crash. That'd be amazing. I'll look it up. Yeah, that'd be great, you know. Get out on the trails. It's not far back now, is it, Paul? No, it's not. Well, not you ran to my house. Yeah, I did. So that was a that was a surprise. Yeah, Rob. So what? So that's another two and a half miles to the trip, isn't it? Just two. Yeah. It's just a couple. I keep those miles up. And I didn't know how you were feeling. I thought if you only wanted to go three, I wanted to not sulk. Yes. So you should do a bit. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to have a month of not running anything over 10 miles now. Yeah. Just give my body a full rest. But I want to run that. Well, the nice thing about the um, 10 mile in Richmond Park is that I would really like to run it in one hour, 12 and a half minutes. Right. So that's what that is. 
Seven and a bit minute miles. Seven ten. Seven fifteens. Right. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Seven minute miles is an hour and ten, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen. So yeah, seven fifteens. Yeah. It's not quite those. One hundred and fifty seconds. Seventy-two and a half minutes is, fi is seven fifteen miles, isn't it? Yeah. Is it like two and a half? Isn't seven times fifteen? That's not right. No, but fifteen seconds <laughs> times ten is one hundred and fifty seconds, which is two and a half minutes, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, yeah, so that's what I want to do at 7.15. Right, and thanks to everyone for staying with us through that math. Yeah, through that dying Abertesque <laughs> math. 30,800. So if three so carry four. That's two million police officers at two pounds a day. Yeah, yeah. And, God, so got brilliant timing. I'm sure Theresa May said, listen, Diane, yeah. Claude Juncker can, can, can says I'm for us? delusional about Brexit. And it's really going to be making the headlines. Can you, uh, Can you fix it for us, for too? I'll give you £10, which is <laughs> yeah. equivalent to £300,000. So um, you're looking for some 15s? Yeah, right? Yeah. So that's, uh, as he's, anyone can see, it's an hour and 12 and a half minutes. Yeah. And at the marathon, London Marathon, I did the first 10 miles in an hour and 13. Right. Bang on. Yeah. So I'm just looking for 30 seconds. Yeah. That's all I want. You should be able to do that, yeah. And it's six weeks later. Yeah. So we should be ready. You should be fine. I think that's a nice, nice uh, little goal. I like the idea of 10 miles. It's a good distance. It is a nice distance, then, yeah. I think maybe I like the idea of it because I haven't done it very often. I haven't really got my head around it. Yeah, it's so nice. To, it's a... It's a little run distance but it is nice it's a nice block of time isn't it yeah yeah oh they're out today trying to run a, run a marathon in two hours did you hear about that is that today is it yeah today or tomorrow I think it's today it won't be a world record no because they're using paces they're using drop in paces drop in paces yeah. that's right so it's not allowed but if, if they do it it'll be a big it, enough story that it won't matter it will be an incredible story if they do it. Yeah. I mean, it will make it seem possible, and then someone without do it in an open race, race will be able yeah. to do it. That's right. I'd still be a little bit surprised if they do do it. Yeah, just because it, it's, it's a big bump from the record. It's three minutes, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's that thing. It sounds possible when you hear two hours three, but then when you think at how much that person who wanted, who got two hours three, wanted to, it yeah. gives you an idea how possible it is. Yeah, you it's wonder, three oh, minutes away they, from possible. Are they, um. <laughs> It's a big financial inducement for the guys who do it. Yeah, apparently the they're going to give them um, eighty pounds, eight hundred thousand pounds, <laughs> thirty-two. They're going to give them three policemen. They're going to give them one hour, <laughs> twelve and a half, fifteen times twelve. Is uh, that's, a, that's a, uh, a weird thing. The uh, we very rarely talk about the nuts and bolts of international athletics, but the the thing of the old co yesterday saying he's going to. They're going to remove our world records pre-2005 from the record books <laughs> to, clean the, to clean athletics up with, yeah. with the drugs thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems a bit, aust a bit austere, doesn't it? It does a little bit. You've got people like, you know, obviously other athletes, but Paula Radcliffe, world record 215, yeah. accepted as a clean athlete. Exactly. Also, removed. It just, it's crazy. It doesn't, it's crazy. I, I, don't know, I don't know who it helps. Yeah. You know, you, what you're going to do, you're going to pretend those things didn't happen. It's denial, isn't it? And the idea that it, it means we can start again with a super clean sport, it's just not reality. No, that's right. And it also, it's like when people apologise for historical things. You kind of think, I'm not sure how useful that is. Yeah. Sometimes an apology in life is really valuable. Yeah. But, you know, an apology for something 
cultural like that can, can really smack of letting yourself off. It's you just know? it's knee jerk nonsense. It's for the sponsors. It's to get. It's, it's I think you should do a show called Knee Jerk Nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. And spell, yeah. the, spell the nonsense. Morning, 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 knee jerk nonsense. Morning. Here we come. Just us doing our silly, just jerking our knees. Knee jerk nonsense. Just every now and again, just someone sitting right in the front gets kicked in the chin. Oh, sorry. Knee jerk nonsense. That's the way it goes. That's how it goes on Knee Jerk Nonsense. Edinburgh 2018. Five stars. Massive. The way Tonkinson and Deering deconstruct. <laughs> Popular culture. <laughs> need it, need it. <laughs> that is did you see that? In, different news. Did you see that picture of Jay Z and one of the Chuckle Brothers at the Anthony yeah. Joshua heavyweight yeah. fight? Yes, that was hilarious, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether Jay Z realised no, how famous what that, that guy is. Apparently, it was fake. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Was apparently. it? Right. Okay. Fair enough. Which is a real. It looks shame. fake. I mean, it looked like this yeah, is yeah, just yeah. ridiculous. It was. But what a funny idea. Anyway. I wish it had happened. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah. Maybe it did. I don't know. I mean, it looked real to me. To you? Did it look real to, to you? To, 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 me? to me? To you? To you? It looked real. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't can say. Yeah, all right. Just... I'm happy to. Need Jen Nonsense. I'm. Uh, You're happy to. I'm happy to be wrong about this. I certainly know what those New Zealand guys would have said about it, but. I am uncomfortable with boxing. Yeah, I mean, that's no surprise to me. That <laughs> uh, you're uncomfortable with boxing. It's uh, a lot of people uncomfortable with boxing. Yeah, I, I uh, sometimes I am, but I do. I can't deny that I really enjoy watching it. I mean, I I've got, always enjoyed. It was boxing. more complicated the weekend. It was obviously a big deal, and key sporting moments are big, you know. And it's, it's got great. You know, it's a talented boxer with charisma, and it's, it's you know, it's a special. It's a it's brutal. Nice you get it's a, a brutal starter. sport. Yeah, it's people fighting. Yeah, it's brutal. It's, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, if it's, you did it, it's hard to defend, but yeah. Well, particularly against one of them when they're punching you on the face. But, but he was at Vlad, Vlad. Vlad was amazing at forty-one to be that fit. It was, it was an incredible performance. But yeah, people will always fight, and they'll always fight for money. <laughs> They just well, will. You're probably right, but that's that depressing realisation. I, I, I know it's not let it go. Not a particularly progressive thought, but people. Well, also, you know, my as I might have mentioned before, my dad's got Parkinson's. My dad, Armadali, has Parkinson's. There's a distinct possibility that getting punched down the head, or like that Will Smith film about the American football. Yes, you know, concussion. Yeah. Yeah. You, You've got to take care of your head. Yeah, any sports which involve getting smashed in the head over and over again. That's not good for the head. Well, your job is. You know, no one's job should be hit me in the head as hard as you can. Yeah. (laughs) It's just there's there's ugly things in the in the human psyche, aren't they, that get played out. Yeah, yeah. Just, just violence And in the human socks, in our yeah. instance. Yeah. yeah. Really terrible. Hey, hey, I don't think we ever asked this question. How are your toes in the end? Did you feel your toes in oh. the marathon? No, they were fine. The whole kind of foot thing, because I've got treatment on it. Yeah. And I start to manipulate it. And it's Good more decision. about the whole foot. Go left. It's the whole foot and the muscles and tendons around the foot. Yeah, yeah. So I've just started that process of... Uh, of healing it and getting better, but sort of bringing the foot back to life, really. Yeah. Back um, to so that, that was, life. So that's, back uh, to the knee jet nonsense. Knee jet nonsense. <laughs> yeah. So that that's okay. It's something I'm going to have to be. I'm going to have to be mindful of that, Rob, as I proceed into my running future. Yeah. Just be aware of my foot. Shut up! Punches him in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I was pleased to nip that in the bud and get it dealt with. Yeah, I think going to the, ultimately, it's again going back to what you were saying about the right and the wrong kinds of pain. You know, yeah. 
It is. You've got to listen really carefully because some pains are things you've got to ignore and other ones yeah. you've got to say, you know. I mean, as I said right at the beginning of training for London, you know, I've got the one little useless toe. This kind of thing's kind of broken, but it's not bothering me, so I'll carry yeah. on running, you know. So I think if it stops you running, it's really serious, isn't it? Yeah. Just right. can you run? Yeah. Can you run on it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm limping, but I'm still running. He's still running. Yeah, he's kind of crawling there. <laughs> he's <laughs> on his knuckles. Oh, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> it's for the gorillas. You can still sponsor Gorilla Man. I, I, I can only apologise for... It's actually a great cause, but... became a mysterious figure, didn't he, in the last... Yeah, until I saw him interview. We were following them. Fo- he didn't following seem very mysterious then. He should have obviously maintained the thing and just conducted the interview as a girl, really, oh. shouldn't he? Oh. Oh. So how did you find uh, the other dogs? <laughs> that was more chimp, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? More chimps. <laughs> I found it really hard, hard. <laughs> yeah, awkward. <laughs> bad ape impression. <laughs> When your fellow podcaster does a bad ape impression, <laughs> hashtag awkward. <laughs> Should have left him in the running track. Ah, <laughs> oh, good. Good shenanigans today. Yeah. I am. Um, uh, when we get to your house. Yes. Can I have a wee? Of course you can, mate. Yeah. I'm going to wee like a racehorse. Go for it, yeah. I don't know, I really. Enjoy it. I think that maybe. Full my, throttle. I'm sure my bladder's come back from the marathon. <laughs> well, maybe my coffee's too strong. I've got to tell you. Maybe I need that well man check. So basically, we're just proceeding onwards. We're yeah. accepting that we like being really fit. Yes. We've well, eat, I'm going to I've, I've eaten all the Jaffa cakes in the world last week. Well, worrying I just you. Them, I just ate them all. I'm worried about you, the tents you use with that heavy drinking. I don't think you can get more drunk than you do on Monday. No, I'm not so going to. I think to. you need to let that go and move on. I'm going to let it go. Let it go. I went through the wall. I restarted my watch at the beginning of the third bottle. Yes. And I just kept, I kept my focus on it. I'm fit. My, um, my uh, body strength feels good. My weight is low. Yeah. I can run. You know, the marathon may be tired from running, but I'm not injured. Good, and good. And I'm going I'm, I'm to build on the fitness I've got, maintain uh, the fitness I'm at, and get more limber with a bit of yoga. Yeah, yeah. And, pro- and just be slightly more familiar with distance. Yeah. So when I come to train for distance next time, it's not I've as got big a little bit more put. in me. Yes, yeah, yeah, And yeah. a little bit more, you know, that I can take that 7.15, 7.30 mile just a bit further. And also, uh, I would say, if you can, just try to do as many part runs as you can. Yeah, yeah. Just for a laugh and just to get faster. Just that to feel my, faster. Well, that's a little thing I need to do, really, is get a little bit stricter myself at running early in the mornings, because I never like it. it always. Right. It's always grinding the gears. Yeah. But that thing you were setting me off to do, which is the old, you know, basically to go all the way the other the other way. If I'm off at a comedy gig on a Friday night and doing a park run, yeah. don't just get to the park run. Get out at eight. Right. And run to run the to park it. run. Yeah, yeah. I really like that run, and it gives a really nice focus because you still, I don't think I run the park runs any fast, any slower, really. Right. Because I'm not that good at accessing my sprint anyway. Yeah. So sticking out on the end. Of a bunch of miles. It just means it's a better it's run. It's really good training, training for yeah. running far, fast. Yeah. Far, 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 fast. And then if needing to get out for a run at eight in the morning is stopping me drinking till three in the morning on the Friday. It can only help. It's, it's all only for the good. best, isn't yeah. it? Of course this is. It's empathy to your future self. Oh. Yeah. And you're gonna, see, you're going to be more of a hippie right, from now on. Is that the rule? 
I'm, I'm going to start saying things like, change your mind and bang into boxing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, it's a car. Welcome to Good Running Commentary Fight Club. <laughs> Set in the car Fighting commentary. <laughs> we record this podcast. Wow, we're... Wow, we're punching we're each other right in the face. The microphone went into my teeth. And we're going to get some guests. I'm going to... I want to get uh, Sam Murphy... <laughs> Runners World Communist and very, very funny woman, very yep. bright, r- written loads of books about running. Finn, the guy who wrote Running with the Kenyans, he's re- currently researching and writing a book on ultras. We're going to get Brian Gordon back to report on how a marathon went in the end, yes. first hand. Yeah, that'd be good. We're going to get our heads together to talk about that. Yeah. Yep. It's the, ch- the charities coming. Like yeah, yeah, get good. our heads together. And uh, the quest for Joe Pavey continues. Yeah, yeah. Martin Yelling's giving us a shout to do well, with the, run the marathon running commentary crossover. I think I love the idea of the supergroup. The, the idea that it would be their podcast and our podcast both at once. Oh, doing a kind of podcast mashup. Like McBusted. Like it. Yeah. Only with podcasts. And Woo, so there we go, the first real proper post marathon run. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, we did this properly. My phone hasn't run out. And we went Slowly, to, properly. Yeah. Slowly, properly, paddy, paddy, gently, gently. So got a little over five and a half there, so that's right. good. Right. We're out for an hour, so nice and, nice and slow. Recovery run. The launch of knee-jerk nonsense. Everyone is, is really keeping us... We're getting reports every weekend in the running season of what you've been up to. I love it. I love to hear and Yeah, we it. really... It's really good. And if you've got any kind of questions... And it was great post-marathons to get people getting in touch on Facebook with what the stories of the day. And, yep. and also got some really tips, some excellent tips from people... On the build-up to it, Pete Norris came through with one idea that really helped me on the yep. day, which is great. What, what Just was really that appreciate it. Just uh, that restarting uh, your watch thing. That's right, and uh, Kate Carter set you off with the early gel. Yes. Let's, so Let's get a photo of the pavement there. God, when people don't need to see my it's not a selfie things. I need to not stop showing. Oh, look at that. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, Sorry everyone. So, yeah, we're on Compod on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Got huge, nice huge on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, we, we run on, we proceed. Onwards. Knee jet nonsense, knee jet nonsense. <laughs> Running Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Paul Tolkien, sir, no, 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 no,